Welcome to the Toy Rewind Podcast with your hosts, the Brothers Newland. Now, let's talk toys. And Niner Niner, hello everybody. I'm Michael. <laughs> I was like, are you going to say your name? <laughs> I'm Niner John. Niner? Isn't it, isn't it Nanner Nanner? Niner Niner. Oh, Episode okay. 99. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah there you go. Um, hey, everybody, I'm Andrew, and uh, you're listening. If you didn't understand from the guy who did our uh, very long intro, um, you're listening to the Toy Rewind podcast with Brothers Newland. Um, this is episode 99, as Michael was just talking, and it's going to be a little different than the others. Um, we are not talking about one toy line. We're going to talk about the evolution of the toys. We're rewinding all the way back to 1920. We're going to start there. We're going to hit some decades. We're going to talk about some toys. We're going to have some fun with it. So hopefully you enjoy this and you stick around through the end. Um, and uh, you hear about episode 100 because we've got information about that coming up. So uh, you guys ready? John, you got to do your thing first. I don't know what I'm trying to rush into it. You're like, so let's sorry. go toy. I mean, we could do yeah, 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 yeah. networks later or do them now. I mean, eh, let's do it now. Just do it now. Do it yeah, now. Let's, let's get them now. done early so people know that way when they cut out, they still know where to find us. If they right. cut out, hopefully they don't cut out. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully they don't. All right. So check us out over on our website over at toyruinpodcast.com or you can check us out at crossthestreamsmedia.com. If you go to crossthestreamsmedia.com, at the corner, there's a little microphone deal, and you can click on that and leave us a voicemail. Uh, it's very simple to do, very easy to get to. It's not that hard. It really doesn't take a lot of extra steps. So uh, It does not. Yeah. And then uh, you can email us at toyrewindpodcast at gmail.com. Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch is all Toy Rewind Pod. Facebook and YouTube is Toy Rewind Podcast. Uh, Michael's been doing his motor and Mondays on there. I know we've got some traction uh, with the YouTube show, so please keep that up and keep listening and watching or whatever. Uh, we'd love to see that. And of course, if you would love to play a game while you're listening to us, go to podcastbingo.com backslash toy rewind and play the bingo game that Andrew created for us and a lot of our other podcasters. Bingo, bingo, bingo. Bingo. All right, um, now that we've gone through that, make sure you go through and you follow those socials because we're going to be dropping more and more information and some information about a couple giveaways we're doing for episode 100 because uh, it's a pretty big deal. It's all three digits. It's finally the number that I've been waiting for since we started this whole thing. Uh, so we're going to do some some uh, some good giveaways. Uh, so you want to make sure you're on those social medias. Um, with that, you guys ready? You guys ready to talk about some toys? Sure. Yeah, we can. All right. Yep. Michael? I, I I almost hit the intro again and not the rewind drop. Ooh. So that luckily been, I didn't. No, we're not going to start over. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's, uh, let's rewind and get Back into it. Back it up. Let's go. There we go. Uh, all right. So, uh, so something we're going to talk about, you know, we're going to go kind of decade by decade the last over the last hundred years and kind of just talk about a few lines here and there. Um, some of the most popular toys during those decades, um, just something to, to talk about. We don't have, like I said, Andrew said before, it's not 
one particular line this week like we always do. But um, we'll get back to that uh, on episode 101. Um, so, but today we're going to, like I said, we're going to talk about uh, each uh, decade by decade. So, so you guys just chime in whenever. I'm just going to kind of uh, introduce that, that decade and then uh, we'll just talk about some of the toys. So, uh, so the 1920s. Yeah, the 1920s, you know, it's just kind of the simple toys. Um, you had things like uh, Raggedy Ann, uh, teddy bears were popular. Uh, they were actually started getting called teddy bears at that time. They had stuffed teddy bears before uh, and stuff like that, but they were actually starting to get called teddy bears after Theodore Roosevelt. Um, Crayola crayons were big during the 20s. Uh, they were... Uh, introduced, I think 1903, I believe, is when the Crayola uh, crayons were were invented or, or were created. Um, but they really got big during the 20s. Um, Lincoln Logs was another big one during that time. Uh, you had Tinker Toys. Um, another thing that came along that was kind of big during the 20s was Yo-Yos. Uh, I know yo-yos. they kind of they had another resurgent back what the 60s and then back in the the Back early the 90s. 90s. Yeah, 90s. Yeah. It was yeah. a big thing. Uh, yo-yos have been kind of up and down <laughs> over the over the years. So, uh, but yo-yos actually go all the way back to the way back to uh, the like, like 2000 BC or something. Way back. Yeah. Then. Oh, it was like uh, way back to the 2000s. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. Four thousand years ago. Um, but yeah, they were. They've been around. Uh, for, for that long that's how long but they you know they weren't made out of plastic plastic wasn't around back then but um anyway that uh you had twitty twiddly winks um which is a game they played um back then uh radio flower flyer wagons those were popular back then um those were actually the the precursor to that uh was was a wooden wagon and uh the the guy that was making it they they decided to make the made them out of metal and, and named them radio flyer. Um, so that's, that's a couple of things. Some, some of the lines that they actually played with back then, uh, the twenties, uh, like I said, it's a simple, the simple toys, uh, back then. Uh, so go ahead. I do like, I do like how on our list you have it listed as simple toys. Yeah, that's all it was. Oh, another, another thing that's on there was 10 lithograph toys. These yeah. are like little 10 toys. Uh, some of them you can actually had a little wind up little thing and they would they would move around um, but they were just simple little folded up tin to look like a car or a train or a truck or or animals um, different things like that is what it, what it was it was just and most of them were back then they were they were hand painted um, later on into the the 40s and stuff they started coming up with the the printing the the uh, the decals or whatever on there, the printer on it. Uh, but back then, most of them were, were all hand-painted back then. So um, a lot of them didn't really move. There was a few that, that you could wind up and move, but uh, most of those came later on into the, the 30s and 40s on those. So, so now uh, let's move on into the 30s, 1930s. So you had the, the Great Depression during the 30s. So a lot of kids... Uh, a lot of families couldn't afford, they got to a point where they couldn't afford big toys, but there were some, um, that, that you could buy, um, 
you know, a lot of a lot of things that uh, popped up in that area era was was board games. Um, we know we talked about in our one of our, our couple of our board game uh, episodes, uh, Monopoly, uh, Scrabble, Sorry. Uh, those were all games that that became popular in the 1930s. Uh, so it was just something that the family could sit down and do uh, to play together. Um, another thing, uh, you had role-playing type games, uh, things, toys to play with. Um, big, big thing back in the 30s was Buck Rogers in the 25th century, uh, stuff like that. Uh, they had little guns with a holster that you could wear, a little sci-fi looking gun. Um, they had uh, the, kind of the costume type stuff. You know, it's all role-playing type stuff that you use uh, to play uh, you can pretend that you were Buck Rogers. Um, dolls was another big thing back then. Um, just just cheap made dolls that that's even even the, the poor families could get a, a doll for the little girl or whatever. So uh, they couldn't afford a lot of them, but most families had one or or maybe two. Um, now some of the the other families that had a little bit more money, they could get. Uh, educational type toys you had like we talked about a few weeks ago rector the rector sets mm -hmm. uh, you can get microscopes um they had craft type uh toys where uh you you make things out of beads um and then you had finger paints which was another uh thing for back then uh, so that was a few things that you could get back in the 1930s um, like i said there was there was a little, little bit of high dollar stuff and there was a lot of cheap cheap stuff back then because it was money was hot for everybody uh back then because it was a great depression all that so so moving on into the 1940s uh we got the world war ii era right in there um so one thing that came out of uh, the 1940s was some accidental toys is what they're called um you had the slinky which was uh, a guy was trying to invent um some way to help uh, transport equipment and stuff across seas on boats uh, and giving it some some kind of stability on the boats um, where it was kind of rough on them. Uh, and they were trying to come up with kind of some kind of spring type uh, thing to keep them from uh, jostling around on the boats. Uh, and then they came up, he, so, the guy accidentally knocked over what he had and it kind of slinky down. Knocked, he knocked it off his desk and it kind of walked down and then he took it to his wife. Yeah, I said, "Hey, look at this!" You know, I mean, is that is that what you do? Yeah, yeah. Take it to your so. wife. Yeah. You knock something yeah, off. They yeah. got excited about it. Um, that, that, that's actually in one of the doc documentaries, uh, uh, "Toys That Changed the World" or, or "Toys." Uh, uh, I can't remember what it's actually called, but I, I watched it. Um, so that and a lot of other, um, like the frisbee and stuff like that, were also on this document documentary. Um, but that was something that was, it wasn't intended to be a slinky. It was intended to be something else. Right. Um, Interesting how that happens though. A mistake yeah. and all of a sudden you got a toy. Yeah. Intended to be a large spring. Yeah. I mean, it was supposed to be something to support, you know, equipment going across seas. <laughs> and, and, oh, this ends up being a toy, you know? So um, something else that was like an accidental toy uh, was uh, Silly Putty. That was actually supposed to be a, uh, they were trying to, well, during World War II, uh, or Japan uh, occupied most of the countries that, 
that produced our rubber supply. And so what we were trying to do, the U.S. was trying to do was try, try to find a, a replacement for rubber, um, uh, for like a, making up a synthetic uh, rubber for uh, like rafts and tires and, and vehicle and aircraft parts and stuff that they need. And um, one of the guys, that, there's two different kind of stories going on who actually created it. Uh, but the scientists that came up with this um, actually uh, realized that it, it was the way it was. It was flexible, it, it, but it would still kind of flow like a liquid, but then it wouldn't. And then uh, it bounced when you kind of threw it on the floor. And But it, it wasn't a suitable substitute for rubber. So they went on through trying to find, find the right thing. And then it ended up uh, some, some lady that had a... Uh, like a what kind of little, little store or something had it for somehow she got a hold of it and one guy um uh, who was it it was um I'm trying to find his name i can't find his name right now but um i was looking at my notes but uh so he ended up getting it because he, he saw potential in it and then he ended up selling uh like two hundred fifty thousand of these things he put it in he put it in a little, little one, one ounce inside of a plastic egg and he tried selling it and it wouldn't, it didn't sell very well. And then somebody saw it and they put it, they wrote a little article in the newspaper about it. And then he sold 250,000 of them in three days after that article. So, Jeez. yeah. So the guy's, the guy's name was, um, uh, Peter Hodge, Hodgkin, Hodgson. Can't say his name. Um, He's the guy who actually started selling it, and then he ended up uh, selling it, selling it to um, to somebody else later. So I think it was um, I don't remember. I can't find my notes, so don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll come across it later on in another episode. All the details of this, but uh, but yeah, that's just something that was accidentally uh, created. And it ended up being a toy, you know. I mean, well, uh, yeah. So fun. Yeah, uh, a couple other things. You know, since it was World War II, you know, war toys for boys were were popular. You had toy guns. Uh, we talked about Green Army Men. Green Army Men were were mm -hmm. you know popped up in the in the forties. Um, that was something that came up. Uh, the girls also <laughs> had more nurturing toys for the girls. They had their dolls. They had doll houses. They had uh, paper dolls were were starting to become pretty big in the in the forties. Uh, something else that that also uh, the first use of electronic uh, games uh, was actually started uh, or first uh, introduced during the forties. But the electronic wasn't like what we know now. It, it didn't have any like electronic circuits or anything like that. But if it had like a light that would come that would come on. Or something like that. They just called it was electronic because the light blinked or whatever on it. So it wasn't really electronic. Electronic. That's all. It, so, that's all it takes. Just yeah. one little light blinking. Um, yeah. Uh, Tonka trucks were big back then. Um, uh, see Legos. We talked about Legos. Legos showed up mm -hmm. what in 1949, the end of the decade after yep. after World War uh, World War Two. Uh, and then going back to games, Candyland came out in in the 40s as well so that's pretty much the 1940s 
uh, the 1950s. Uh, so the 50s were post-war. This was a time of peace and leisure, allowing families to, to splurge on whatever they wanted to. Um, you know, back then, TV sets were, were starting to get big in households. Um, uh, it's actually start seeing the beginning of advertising on TV. And when you say 50s. big, you mean you mean the cabinets were large and the screens were small. Yeah, yeah. Right. wasn't a big screen TV. It was a small screen TV <laughs> with a big cabinet around it. Yeah. yeah. But it was it was a big fat. Everybody was starting to pick those up here and there. Um, right. You know, back in the '40s, there wasn't hardly any TVs out there. And in the '50s, it started picking up. Um, you know, they '30s and '20s, '30s and '40s, they they had radio shows. Um, so. Uh, you know, they advertise stuff on there. Like you see, uh, if you ever watched Christmas Story during Christmas time, Christmas Story where, where they're sitting in front of the, um, listening to the little Annie, little orphan Annie show and with his decoder ring and stuff like that. Um, so they actually did have some kind of advertising, but it really wasn't towards the toys. It was just something you got the decoder ring to use to figure out something else that drink more Ovaltine. Uh, stuff like that, <laughs> <laughs> but more oval team. Yeah. So, um, so TV, uh, so actually the first type of, uh, toy advertisement on, on, uh, on TV was actually during the first episode of, um, the Mickey Mouse Club. So yep. they actually, wanted to get they had all these 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 companies uh they wanted these companies to provide five hundred thousand dollars to to so they could produce the show and they would do advertising for these shows and really the only one that that took them up was mattel so uh mattel actually did their they advertised their their burp burp gun is what it was called burp gun um, I don't know exactly what a burp gun does. I guess it, I don't know if it makes burping noises or what, but that, that same kind of awkward back in the 1950s. He had a gun that burped. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Sounds like a minion gun that you see at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it was, Walmart. it was like a cap gun is what it was. So, um, so that's what they did. Patel spent $500,000 on the Mickey Mouse Club to advertise their their cap gun so there you go okay um so that's that starts and then later when we get into more advertising down the road we're just that's that kind of starts the snowball effect of the advertising part for toys um so that was 1955 and i think if i remember right it, it is on it, it aired on dad's on the day dad was born that same day so Interesting. Shout out yeah. to dad. Shout out to dad. Shout out to dad. <laughs> it was it was in November of 1955. Uh or October. October. I was going to say, I think that was born in October. October. I don't know why I said November. October. So, so, so did this did this did this actually go on dad's birthday that dad was born or not? Yes. The when I watched the first episode, it said it aired on his birthday in 1955. Okay. October. Yeah. I don't know why I said November. It was October. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> so my um, for your birthday. Yeah. Some of us know when your birthday is. I did too. I just said the wrong month. Uh after moms. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so that 
getting into to that, also you have um, uh, better advancements in plastic for manufacturing. Uh, so they're starting to, to move away from kind of uh, more metal or whatever uh, pieces uh, they can get to uh, cheaper uh, with the plastic. They can make more product at a cheaper price uh, with, the, with the plastic than you could with the metal. Um, another thing for the 1950s, a big, big point on this was they had imagination toys like uh, robots and, and space theme type things that, that was big during the fifties. Um, you had cowboys and Indians during that time too. Um, and that kind of reflected on the TV shows that were out at that time. There was a lot of Westerns in the fifties and sixties. Um, you, you had a lot of people talking about space and, and stuff like that, uh, through the fifties the and sixties. Um, so that, that all influenced, uh, a lot of the toys during that, that era. So, um, a couple of things that, that were popular during that time, uh, the magic eight ball came out that year or that, that decade, uh, the little people, the little, little plastic, little people came out, uh, Mr. Potato head, which was actually a real potato. You've used a real, or you can use any kind of fruit. You just bought the, the pieces to stick into the fruit. <laughs> Or vegetable, whatever you wanted to make, um, or a tortilla. Uh, that's that's what you or you want to stick it through a tortilla, whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, so Play-Doh came out as well. That's another <coughs> accidental toy. That was more of a cleaner, I think, at first. Uh, it was a cleaner for wallpaper. Yeah. yeah. So they uh, uh, this this I think a teacher contacted them wanting to, uh, wanting some kind of uh, non toxic type thing that the kids can actually use to do something with and they center that and and then rest is history for play-doh you know so that's <laughs> uh one of those those toys that wasn't that was created for something else other than than being played with um uh hula hoop those got big in the 50s um modeling kits that was a big thing through the 50s and 60s you build your own car build your own airplane um whatever you know whatever you want to do you can build it uh you know those are, are again coming getting kind of big now again having that little cycle through these through right now um i know a lot of people that that buy and build these kits now um i know i built my share of them back in the back in the 80s growing up uh let's see what else matchbox cars those were big back then um as diecast cars uh, pogo stick was big, uh, frisbee that kind of goes along with the hula hoop, um, uh, color forms, uh, those little, little, you stick it on there and you can, the kids had fun with sticking those on a, on, on some, a background and then you can actually peel them off and put them free, 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 uh, change them around, uh, whatever you want to do. Um, a couple other big things that came out was skateboards. That was the beginning of skateboards right then so uh, and then the the biggest thing the biggest toy that came out of the 50s was barbie um so and you go back to, and watch our episode on that to get the history on that but that was one of the biggest uh was 1959 she came out um yeah you know that kind of defined in, going into the 60s with a lot of dolls and and some of the stuff we're going to talk about in the 60s so um Y'all got anything else on the 50s y'all want to put put in? 
No. Mm. No. Um, you know they did marketing for Barbie on uh, the Mickey Mouse Club too. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Again, that's that's Mattel. <laughs> so Mattel no. put their money in for Mickey Mouse Club. So, uh, and I think they got their they got their money's worth out of that. Oh yeah, I'm sure they did. So, um, moving on into the 1960s. So, uh, this is the introduction of the action figure came out in this time. Um, you had GI Joe. That's that's what it was. The 12 inch GI Joes. Um, you know, before that, there really wasn't an action figure. Uh, you know, Barbie came out. It was it was dolls and stuff like that. And they wanted something for the guys, but they didn't want a doll. They wanted to call it something else. So they called it action figure. So that's what they got. Um, okay. A couple other, there's a lot of big things came out in the 60s. Um, you had Etch-A-Sketch, uh, Easy Bake Oven, uh, Nerf. One of our first episodes there, um, early episodes for us. Nurse, you can throw it, throw it at whoever you want to, and it won't hurt nobody. Um, you throw it in the house, it won't break anything. Um, Hot Wheels came out in 1968. That kind of revolutionized the diecast market. Um, you know, Matchbox was big, and it kind of did good for the the diecast market. And then uh, Hot Wheels, Mattel upped the ante on that and made them even better. Uh, troll dolls from the 60s. Uh, Chatty Cathy. Um, light Bright was another one that came up the, with the lights and stuff. Uh, you can make pictures and lights. Um, a couple of games that came out during the 60s that we've talked about before. Operation, Twister, Battleship, uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robots was another big <laughs> one back then. Um, and then one that, that I always had fun with, uh, Super Mini Balls, the Bouncy Balls. You just bounce it and it goes, it just goes all over the place. So those are always fun to, to do. But, you know, the biggest things that came out of the 60s, um, you know, you had the action figure of G.I. Joe. Um, you had his, uh, was it Action uh, action Jackson and, and all kinds of uh, different action feature figures. That, I don't want to say features. Action figures that come out during that time. Uh, right after that. So a lot of people were trying to mimic that success that um, Hasbro had with, with that. Um, so uh, the 60s was a, a big time, uh, a big decade for the toys. You can see things starting to, 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 to ramp up in the toy industry. Um, like I said, the, the 20s were simple stuff, and then they just kept getting a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better as technology started going um, as far as, um, you know, the, the better plastic uh, advancement and plastic for manufacturing, stuff like that going on through the decades. Um, things started getting better. People were getting more ideas. Hey, toys are a big, big industry. Let's get into it, you know, stuff like that. So, um, so 1970s, are y'all good with 60s? Yeah, you yeah. Okay. I, I mean, the '60s has some fun. Some of the games that you were just mentioning, um, yeah. fun stuff. So that's like to me. I mean, you've got the Legos and stuff that started before that, but that to me is where that's the biggest jump for amazingness. You mm -hmm. know, not just oh, we have metal to use and a little bit better of this. Like yeah. 
they, they were doing some really cool stuff in the yeah. 50s. I guess some of that came from the late 40s, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the biggest jump for me. Okay. Uh, so, 1970s. Uh, this is where we get into a lot of, a lot of, you know, even more cooler stuff than what we were doing. Uh, more advancements, uh, more ideas. Um, so one thing that that I should have said when we, before we got started was uh, toys. Toys help build imagination, uh, creativity. Uh, they they help f- define your your motor skills, refine refine your motor skills as you grow. Um, it gives you it, it give you self control. It, it it helps it helps kids grow into adults, and yep. a lot of those kids don't really act like adults when they get older because they love to <laughs> play with stuff. So, um, I mean, that's to me that's, that's a good thing. It, 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 as adults, it you know, with the collecting aspect, like like me and Andrew and, and John, you've got into it the past couple of years. Um, it it kind of takes you away from from your everyday stresses and stuff like that. That's the way I look at at my collecting habits. But uh, but the toys are just they're just like I said they they help you grow into the person that you are. So um, so moving on into the seventies. Uh, so we actually get real electronic toys for this decade. There's licensed toys from movies, TV, uh, TV shows, comics. You, you get all that kind of stuff in this decade. Um, you get uh, so some of that stuff you get. You get uh, Universal monsters start are, are big. Uh, they were big in the late '60s and through the '70s. That was that was a big thing. Uh, we talked about that on several other episodes we had before. Um, uh, another thing that was going on was. Uh, you had the stunts of Evil Knievel. Uh, kids wanted to be that stunt man, so there was an Evil Knievel uh, stunt cycle that you can buy. So um, you can you can live as a stunt guy throughout through that without even getting hurt. So um, you had Baby Alive, so the little, the girls can act like they're a real mom. You got you feed the baby. Um, the baby poops or whatever it does. Um, so. Uh, the, the, the girls can actually uh, pretend to be a mom for this. You know, it kind of helps you. Like, again, it, it helps you learn how to, to grow. So uh, Six Million Dollar Man came out during the 60s or the 70s. Sorry, the 70s. Uh, Stretch Armstrong was a, was a big, uh, was a popular toy back then. It was full of corn syrup. So if you ever busted one, it got stuff all over the place. Um, uh, there was the Pet Rock. That was one that lasted for a short period. It was really big, and then it faded. So I think it had like a three- or four-month period of a lot of sales all of a sudden. Uh, this guy put rounded rocks in a box and sold it to you for four bucks. So three or four I, mean, bucks. I think that's great. So, I bet he didn't pay much for them. Rock. Yeah, he, he made he made, he made quite a quite a bit off of those, those little rocks. Um so some some games that actually came out during that time, uh, you had Hungry Hungry Hippo, Connect <laughs> Four. Uh, you had uh, Rubik's Cube came out in the seventies, and that was supposed to be more of an educational thing, and it ended up being uh, a puzzle 
solver thing. It 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 was it was one of those things that was actually intended for something else. Um, something I remember growing up with in the eighties was shrinky dinks. They they were popular mm -hmm. in the seventies. Uh, you color your little your little figure, your little plastic piece, and you stick it in the oven, and it shrinks. Um, and then you have a little hard piece of plastic with your feet with your uh, decoration or character on it, whatever you got. I remember uh, doing Shrinky Dinks. I remember uh, doing Shrinky Dinks with Nanny a lot. Yeah, Am I crazy. I think we did it. Well, you may have. I, I just remember doing it doing it at home with mom. Uh, you may have done it. Maybe by the time I was there. Yeah. Maybe by the yeah. time I was around, mom's like done with Shrinky Dinks. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> so um, a couple other, you know, small for smaller kids, you had Weebles. We talked mm -hmm. about Weebles. Uh, Play Mobile was another one for kids. Uh, Mattel. Mattel had their slime. Um, it was a little bit different than your Nickelodeon slime, but it was big in the 70s. Uh, so, I mean, it was a green, a green slime. Um, and then we saw um, some stuff, the action fig fig figures. Uh, I don't know why I can't say that tonight. Action figures actually got shrunk. So... Uh, so, you know, the 60s were action figures, six-inch action figures. Um, these actually got shrunk to three and three and three-quarters inch. So you had Star Wars. That was one of the biggest lines of the, the late 70s was Star Wars. Um, you had Micronauts. Those were some small ones. Um, some of the, the – like I'm talking about earlier, the license – with the TVs, movies, uh, comics, those were Mego characters. You had you had all your DC characters, you had your Marvel characters, you had <clears throat> you had all your like Starsky and Hutch. You had mm -hmm. um, all those kind of TV, big TV times right there. Uh, you they had all the, the characters and figures and stuff like that uh, through Mego. Uh, then you had uh, another toy line of the Azrak Hemingway. Uh, we mentioned about them as well in our, our Universal March and our Monsters episode. Um, they did about the same size um, as, as Mego did on those big ones. So those were early, or well, they were about late 70s, mid-70s as well on, on the Mego characters. But but when Star Wars came out, they kind of revolutionized the, the toys, the action figures to be smaller. Um they they also revolutionized giving away an empty box for Christmas, but yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, first year, yeah, first Christmas you've got an empty box. Uh, uh, let's see, um, again, what I said the very first when I mentioned the 1970s, you actually saw real electronic toys. Um, so this is getting into uh, video games. So you had Pong was the first one, um, and then they came out with the Atari 2600. Um, which is actually, you you know, Pong, the little game Pong, it was one console and that was just one game. That's all you could play. When the Atari came out, you had different cartridges. You could play different games on it. It did have Pong, but you can change it out to something else. Um, so they were all, they were, they were pretty simple games then. Um, then they got a little harder as you got into the 80s, but, um, but that's something that came out was, was the Atari 2600. Uh, then you had some handheld ele electronic games. Uh, Mattel had some, like a football game. 
and um, some other. I think they had their own version of the base of baseball uh, stuff like that. So they had Mattel had some handheld games as well. Uh, Simon came out uh, with the, the blue and yellow and green and red uh, spots that you have to hit and uh, whatever pattern Simon it says. says. Yeah, well, it's not Simon Says, but it's Simon. So. <laughs> Simon Says. Simon Says do but, this, so you do it. Yeah, so you do it. Um, Simon Says. And uh, something else that came out that we actually had, uh, Speaking Spell came out in the late 70s as well. So you had your Speaking Spell, you had your, your math one, um, and then there was another one. There was three different ones, three or four of them. So, uh, so that's, uh, that's something that came yeah. out. So... So seventies actually didn't help you. So <laughs> the seventies, the seventies were big. Uh, we're starting the electronic craze, uh, which we start seeing throughout the eighties and nineties as well. So, uh, so, uh, so not. We'll get into the nineteen eighties. You guys good with seventies? We'll move on into the eighties. Yeah. yeah, time to get into uh, mine and John's wheelhouse. So, yeah, this is kind of all, well, all three of us kind of wheelhouse. Um, you know, I had a few things from the 70s, but not much. Um, uh, most of it's all 80s for us. Um, the, if, if you kind of tell in our, and we're, we're trying to get out of that a little bit into other decades as we do our, our episodes, but a lot of our episodes uh, leading up to, to today is we're, we're 1980 toys uh, yeah. from the 80s. Uh, we have done some earlier ones, and we've done some '90s, and but this the the '80s is our wheelhouse. So, so the 1980s uh, toy lines, you had toy lines that had cartoons. Um, that was the cartoons was the ultimate uh, advertising. Uh, yep. So that that's where I was getting into the advertising thing at first, and then it moved. Uh, and now we're, we've got a 30 minute advertising commercial for a toy and five really a week. what, yeah, like five, and a, a week. lot of them were five a week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, video games get better after, after the, the video game crash in the early eighties. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they were good in the eighties, early eighties, and then it crashed. And then we see a resurgent from mid mid eighties and a couple years later, and it gets even better after that. Um, another thing that happened during the eighties, you had the return of the original action feature figure. Still can't say that. Uh, the return of the original action figure, but it's smaller and bigger. Um, they reused Japanese transforming toys uh, and adjusted those for just for American kids. And then uh, you had greeting card characters that were brought to life as toys. And then you also had a doll that had adults fighting over it. So those are some of the, the highlights, the, the, the headlines the of the 80s. 80s. Yeah. Kind of wraps all that up. So so we get to the first part that I said, uh, the return of the, of the original action figure, of a smaller and bigger, we get G.I. Joe back. Uh, but it's... <coughs> Because of the success of Star Wars, G.I. Joe goes to the same size, um, but they're more articulated, they have more movement, um, 
you know, the, the original GI Joe had a lot of articulation to it. It was 12 inches. Uh, the smaller ones, I said bigger, uh, they're smaller, but they're bigger is because the line got bigger. That, that line lasted all the way into the early nineties and they added so many figures to it. So many, uh, uh, vehicles to it. Uh, they had so much stuff added to that line that it just, it was just so, and GI Joe was huge. And again, I mean, we had to break. We had to break GI Joe into two episodes just to talk about them. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, I mean, it was. Yeah, there was a lot of lot of stuff going on with GI Joe. Um, you had uh, a couple other things. Uh, you had Motu Masters of the Universe came out. Um, the uh, the Japanese toys, transforming toys that adjusted for American kids. That was Transformers and GoBots. Uh, if you want to throw them in there. Uh, Rock Lords. Rock Lords, part of the GoBot Rock line. Uh, so they were they were just transforming toys over in Japan. Nothing, no big deal. Late 70s, early 80s. Kids bought it. It was a transform toy. You transform it from robot to, to jet or car or whatever it is, and then back again. <clears throat> so um, so what they did was they brought it over here. Hasbro brought bought transformers. Of the Transformers and came up with the idea of Transformers. Um, you know, they, they got rid of the, the Diclone names and the, and all those names that, that they had for that the Japanese Takara had for them. <laughs> um, they, uh, they gave them real names. They gave them a, a storyline to put them all into one thing because there was two different lines that they combined into Transformers. Um, so it's... Uh, they made the line to me, they made it better than, I, I don't know how, how I, they wouldn't have sold very good if they were just a transformer toy that, that had no backstory to it. Yeah. So they put it with the cartoon series. They come up with mm -hmm. that. They have comic book series go with it. Um, they, they had all kinds of stuff going with it to put in, put in a, uh, it's like your own uh, soap opera type show for kids, you know, it's kind of way I looked at it, and they always had a good again going back to GI Joe and, and and Master Universe, all that kind of stuff. They always had a a good thing to say at the end for you to learn from. So the teaching uh, lesson, that knowing, you didn't knowing have, is half the battle, you know. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have an '80s cartoon with toy line unless you had a teaching lesson at the end of the episode. Yeah, Why right. else would parents let their kids watch the show? Yeah. They got to learn something. And and, and all the, rots the brain, the the governing governing sanctions and stuff on it says you have to have uh, some kind of uh, learning lesson from it in order for it to be there, and it couldn't be a, like a thirty minute cartoon thing uh, or yeah. thirty minute uh, advertisement, which what it really was, yeah. But yeah, they had to add something to make it a little bit different than that. So, um, let's see where was that? Uh, Cabbage Patch Kids, Cabbage Patch dolls were big. Um, that was the one that, that I referenced to that, uh, the adults started fighting over, um, for the holidays, you know, they said, Oh, I gotta have it for my kid. And they were buying more than what they could, they could get to the stores and they started fighting and they started, uh, people started selling them out of their, their trunk in the back alleys. And you know, it was like, it was like drugs almost, you know, it was just crazy <coughs> that these, these adults were, were fighting over. I mean, they got in fights over it. They were rushing. 
the store, as soon as they opened the door, they were rushing through the doors, trampling people just to get to this doll. So beginning of Black Friday. Yeah, I mean it was <laughs> basically. Yeah, 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 pretty much. So, um, let's see where else we got. Uh, you know, talking about the the greeting card characters. You had Care Bears, Strawberry Shortcake, uh, Rainbow Brides. Uh, stuff like that for 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 the girls and the, some of the boys liked us too. You know, we we had Care Bears. Um, My Little Pony was is in that group kind of sort of. Uh, Pound Puppies was another uh, thing that was big. Um, some other toy cars that were big during the eighties. You had Stompers, the four by four trucks that had a little double mm-hmm. uh, A battery in it, and you turn it on and you go forward, you go backwards with it um stuff like that so it was they had little foam foam wheels on them uh micro machines that that's a huge one you know i still have I, i've got micro machines here so they were uh, tiny they were tiny they were micro, they were micro. <laughs> um you know and, and then you know talked about uh, star wars getting into uh small action figures uh micro machines made things even smaller and the certain lines followed that later on. So, uh, so you had, uh, you know, talking about micro machines. You also had, um, let's see, I put on here uh, your your like pocket size collections. Uh, you had muscle. You had <clears throat> army ants. You had mm-hmm. monster in my pocket. You know, all those small small type things. So, um, uh, let's see what else we got. You got. Uh, Oh, that's 90s. Uh, uh, another cool one that I noticed on here, Koosh Balls showed up during the 80s, too. Uh, those are little balls that were just kind of look, oh. had little rubber fingers all over it. And and, yeah. and actually, we Randy found one out in the parking lot uh, the other day and put it in my truck, and it's rolling in the, the, the handle in my passenger seat. I'll see it roll back and forth every once in a while in the truck for the last <laughs> couple of weeks. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Teddy Rupskin, we, we talked about Teddy Rupskin. Um, he's another one, uh, another electronic type thing that, that came out during that time. Um, Power Wheels was big. Uh, Glow Worm. Um, we talked about American Girl Doll. Yeah, That was a big thing, came out in the 80s. A um, couple of games that we talked about, uh, Tri- Trivial Pursuit and Pictionary were big. They yep. came out in the 80s and... And really, really did good. You know, one of the one of the other big games besides Monopoly and Risk for us was always Trivial Pursuit. I remember yeah. playing it a lot. Yeah, we played it so quite a bit. I, have, yeah. I got like two or three different versions of it over here. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'm actually better at the '80s than I am the '90s and the uh, 2000s. Just interesting fact. Yeah, I'm probably the same way. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. I just like, I don't know. I'm just better at I'm it. I'm sure. I, I don't, you know, I don't, I remember more from the 80s than I do the 90s. I guess cause I had other things going on, a lot of stuff going on in the 90s. Um, I'm pretty sure I remember more from the 80s than I do yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so, yeah. A um, couple other things that came out uh, uh, late, late, late 80s. Uh, Andrew's big thing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out. Um, and actually, you know, they were from the comics came out, uh, in the early eighties and it took, you know, or five, six years later, then they have their own toy line and their cartoon. And then what, 1990, the movie came out, the first movie came out. Mm-hmm. 
I think it was 90. Um, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was another huge one that came out. And that actually carried on into the 90s, uh, a lot of the 90s. Uh, we, we talked about that in our, our episode on that. Um, let's see what else came out that was big. You know, uh, another thing that was that was big during the 80s was gross out toys. Oh, we yeah. talked about Mad Balls. You had uh, cat, uh, Garbage Pill Kids, uh, uh, the Trash Bag Bunch, you know, <laughs> all, all those like that, you know. <clears throat> those those were kind of, they got big in the 80s, all that the little gross out type stuff, you know. Um, and then, again, going back to um, uh, electronic type stuff. Uh, you know, we, we mentioned Atari, um, all those kind of crashed in the early 80s. Well, by 85, Nintendo hits the market. And that just that just blew up. You had yep. uh, you had Nintendo, and then you had your Game Boy came out as well in the, in the 80s. Um, that was another big, you, you take your game wherever you want it. Uh, and, you know, and even, when, you even say, when you say your game, you mean Tetris. Tetris, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what else did anybody really play on a Game Boy? The original Game yeah. Boy. You played Tetris, and there I mean, was there maybe, was some other maybe some Dr. Yeah. Mario. There was some other, uh, you know, later on some other game handheld came out, but the Game Boy with the green pixelated screen outsold some of the other color screen type games. So everybody wanted a Game Boy. Um, so that was something else that came out um, in the eighties. Uh, another big thing from the 1980s, there's, there's a lot of stuff from the 80s. Um, uh, you had gimmicky toy lines. Uh, so just about every toy line that came out had some kind of gimmick to it. And I know uh, I made a list of, of toy lines that we've talked about um, uh, over the past couple, past, past two years on this. And, and there's a lot of these have gimmicks. Um, you know, just last week we talked about Starcom. You had the Magnalock and the Power Deploy systems on that. Uh, your Sky Commanders had zip lines. Mm -hmm. uh, Power Lords had those reversible bodies. You know, they had the thumb on two thumbs on a hand. You know, it was just turn, turn <laughs> his got, head around, turn his head around. You got another another character there. So, uh, some of John's favorite ones, like Visionaries, and yeah. what's the other one? They were holograms. Uh, you had um, Visionaries, and you had uh, what's the other one? I can only ever remember one of them. Um, right. Supernaturals. Supernaturals. They had, they had the Hest and the Chest holograms. Um, your DC Superpowers had the action features on it. Uh, yeah. Your Marvel Secret Wars had your lenticular image on their shield. Yeah. Uh, then you had, uh, you know, talk about go back to Trash Bag Bunch. They had the disposable trash bags. You put it in water, it all bubbles up, and then you get your And fingers. the toy drops. <clears throat> yeah, and it falls. <laughs> Uh, silver, silver hawks were metallic painted characters. Uh, mask, you had your hidden features inside the vehicles and the play sets. Dino riders, you had your motorized dinosaurs with those. Um, bionic six, uh, they had your the clear bionic pieces on their bodies. Uh, and in the very first episode we ever did, Centurions, uh, they had little peg holes all over them where you could put their weapons and their accessories. Um, and, and everything just kind of plugged right on in, into them. So, uh, you mean episode 001, Centurions? Centurions. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And bring that up. Centurions is number one, and who would think we're going to our century mark next week? So. Uh, we probably should have waited and then then the one that for that episode. Yeah, we should have. Uh, but there was, uh, you know, even Motu Master Universe had their gimmick where you twist them and he punch. You know. Yeah. Um, Are I they, mean, they they did the, the battle the action. Shield. The yeah, battle, the battle action, action yeah. yeah, on their chest, yeah. So, I mean, there's 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 all kinds of all the toys. Just about every toy line in the '80s had some kind of gimmick to it. '80s was all about the gimmicks. Yeah, the gimmicks, um, the advertising, toy lines, uh, everything like that. So, um, uh, oh uh, yeah, uh, I was going to say something else, but actually that's in the '90s. So, so we'll move on to the '90s. You guys good about the '80s. Yeah. So, yeah. so the '90s. Couple of points for the '90s. You had more Black Friday craziness uh, with some some uh, toys. Uh, even better gaming came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of a lot of things went digital during the '90s. Uh, there was more anthropomorphism uh, figures, uh, toy lines, and there was even a movie about toys that came out in the '90s. <laughs> So it took, you know what's sad? I was reading that and it took me a second. I was like, a movie about toys in the nineties. I was like, oh yeah, it's, it's a Toy Story. Yeah, duh. Toy Story. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so a couple of things that that people went crazy over in the nineties. Uh, you know, we talked about Furby. You know, people went crazy for Furby. They were selling Furbies Furbies online for thousand dollars, thirteen hundred. One of your favorite toys, stuff huh? like that. Yeah, and they. <laughs> yeah, those things still freak me out. So I don't want nothing to do with Furby. Um, another one that, that was big during the time, um, Beanie Babies. That was another one that, that we talked about, Beanie Babies. Um, mm-hmm. How people went crazy over that. And then another one that was almost as big as Cabbage Patch Dolls, Tickle Me Elmo. That was another <laughs> one that everybody went crazy over. Had to have. Terrifying. They were they were fighting over Tickle Me Elmo, um, yeah. It was it was ridiculous when that came out. And even though, I, even though we had uh, Cabbage Patch Kids and um, Black Friday stuff was happening before that, Tickle Me Elmo is when I remember Black Friday. Like that was like the big start of it for me remembering mm-hmm. about right. That. Yeah, that whole thing. How Buying bad, before how bad Christmas, it was getting. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. crazy it was, and then all of a sudden, nobody wants to have Thanksgiving anymore, and let's just have Black Friday start on Thursday. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Well, well yeah, earlier, earlier, and and get more people, yeah. more sales, and stuff like that. But, but, yeah, tickle me Elmo. That that was just that was just crazy over that uh, little that little stuffed animal that Muppet that popped up and down <laughs> from Sesame Street. Um, uh, so going back to, uh, so better gaming during this time, um, another, another, some little cheap handheld games, tiger, uh, came out with some tiger games. You had, um, you had more football and baseball and and stuff like that. You had, uh, other little, uh, car games. And I know I had a racing game, uh, tiger electronics. Uh, they had other games. Like, I think there was, um, can't remember there was there was several different ones with different characters uh from tv and movies um just little handheld cheap little games 
Um, so that was that was they were out that time. They came. They were big during that time. Um, Super Soaker. We talked about Super Soaker coming out in the early nineties or nineteen ninety, and it just took the the, the squirt gun, water gun, uh, stage by hand by, by by the storm. Storm. Yeah, that's what I meant. By storm and just <laughs> by just hand. splashed, just splashed <laughs> everybody with water. Yeah. Uh, Woo, okay. So, <laughs> um, something else that came that was a big, big thing back in the, uh, I guess it was big in Hawaii back in uh, probably the twenties and thirties. Uh, but pogs, you know, they would pull the little the little cardboard thing off the top of milk jugs, and the kids would use them to play games. Well, they, uh, they, uh, some teacher in Hawaii. Yeah, in Hawaii? Could, yeah, because they would take those those little cardboard pieces that they used to, to yeah. seal up, the, the, and kids would use that to play a game. Well, there was a teacher uh, that actually got that, wanted to show the kids how to do that back in the 90s, or, or late 80s, early 90s, and she started getting those. Well, then it got bigger, and the kids started collecting those, <laughs> and then then all these other companies started putting their logos on them and you had all different kinds of, of decorations on them. Um, you know, even I saw one that had Beavis and Butthead on it. I mean, they were, they were, they were big in the nine in the early nineties. Um, people, people weren't playing the game anymore. They were just collecting them is what it was. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, kind of like yeah. stickers, I mean, we, you know, you collect your stickers, you know, hogs. I mean, that was a big thing. Back in the early we, 90s. We did, we collected, we did play also, which is part of how you collected. You because have to have your slammer. You have your slammer yeah. and whatever, <laughs> like, every, we had so many, it's whatever you knocked out of the circle, you kept. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you just, yeah, everybody would come with like 25 and you could go home with 100, easy. You just yeah. got to know how to play. Yeah. Um. Another big thing that came out in the 90s, Betty Spaghetti. That was another doll that came out. Um, she had spaghetti-like hair, and you can do whatever you want with it. She was a little, little scrawny, I mean, arms and legs that you can you can pose whatever you want to. Uh, there was uh, another big thing Andrew was kind of into a little bit, sort of kind of, was Power Rangers. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers came out. Um, you can listen to our episode on that. Uh, so yeah. that was a big thing. Uh, let's see what else came out. Uh, talk about micro machines in the eighties and, and the smaller, smaller toys. Well, they carry on into the nineties. You had Polly pocket and mighty max. Those were a couple things from the, from the 80, I mean, from the nineties. Um, you had, um, okay. You had, uh, what I miss on here. Uh, so another thing I said, uh, digital things went digital. Um, a couple episodes we just had recently was digital pets. You had your Tamagotchis, um, you had your, your, uh, all those kind of little digital pets that we talked about. Um, so that happened, uh, and then getting into better, uh, video games, you had the super Nintendo come out. And then you had Nintendo 64 come out <laughs> and you had Sega Genesis and then you had Sega Game Gear. You remember Game Gear? 
Mm-hmm. Um, I remember it. We never had a Sega. And then you had PlayStation, which is still around now. Uh, so you like you got the big three now. You got you got PlayStation. You got your Nintendo, uh, and then you have uh, what's the Xbox? Xbox. I was wondering if you were going to get there. Yeah. So, uh, but the nineties you had you had the Nintendo sixty four or the Super Nintendo to start off with, and then the sixty four and a Sega Genesis and then your PlayStation during uh, the during the nineties. What else did I mean? Oh, the 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 uh, anthropomorphic lines I mentioned. You know, we had turtles, Ninja Turtles come out. Well, there was a lot of a lot of other lines that came out to kind of ride coattails of the uh, Ninja Turtles. Uh, Barnyard Commandos. Um, you had Biker Mice from Mars, and Bucky O'Hare. Those were a couple of others that, that we've talked about. Um, so that was. That was the 90s there. Um, there was a lot of other things. I know uh, a lot of other uh, anime type stuff came out in the ni- and it started coming out in the 90s and early 2000s. Uh, but there was, uh, like I said, there was a few of those from the 90s that started coming out. Um, y'all got anything else for the 90s? No? No. No. I mean, the 90s was fun. The late 80s, into the 90s, a lot of fun. But nothing. I don't think the 90s beat the 80s. We have a, we have better stuff, but I think the imagination think, that came out of the 80s, um, we wouldn't have had. Obviously, we wouldn't have had the 90s if it weren't for the 80s. But yeah. uh, <laughs> the actual toys and some of the imagination of things that we came out of the 80s uh, beats the 90s out a little bit. Yeah, I think you know one thing that connects the two is turtles. Um, yeah, about coming out in late nineties. I mean, late eighties, all the way into the nineties. Um, you had your turtles. Um, the you know talking about the last hundred years, um, or actually we covered what we cover uh, the 80, years. 80 years of that we didn't really get into the two thousands and and twenty and the two thousand twenties two thousand tens, but from nineteen twenty. To, to through the 1990s. I mean, you started out with little tin toys and Lincoln Logs and Raggedy Ann, and then you ended up with uh, the Nintendo 64, Sega Game Gear, PlayStation, Sega Genesis. You know, there's a lot of difference between what you had from the 20s to the, uh, to the 1990s. Yeah, a lot happened, um, but within 80 years, I mean, I, I know we went from, you know, people barely even knowing what a phone is, you know, uh, in a house to, you know, cell phones within those 80 years and everything. But, you know, still like the toys, there is so much evolution within the toys just in those 80 years. Yeah, the, the tech, technology and stuff like that uh, made it better. Um, the, uh, you know, again, it's, it's your imagination, your creativity. Um, I know, uh, people say video games don't really, uh, isn't really like a toy or whatever, but you got to use your imagination when you're playing that. Uh, you got to use, if, if you're certain games, you got to use 
you got to think about what you're doing uh, to make moves and stuff like that. It, it makes your, your mind think is, is yeah. a lot of that stuff. So I definitely think that the video games are, I mean, I mean, I, I do fall into that. I definitely think video games fall into the toy category. Otherwise we wouldn't have talked about Nintendo on yeah. here because it wouldn't have been a toy, <laughs> whatever. But um, I, I think all of those and those go into even more evolution with things because we have things like the Tamagotchis and the Gigapets and where they were at even after we had things like um, the NES and stuff because the Tamagotchi and stuff, those came out so small and so much later than what the NES was mm -hmm. you know yeah. you think by that point within 10 years we'd have something really crazy but no there's just little little one two or three button little toys that people love mm -hmm. so yeah. you know i think that's just all part of the evolution there yeah you know going back you know back to the nintendo thing the video game thing um you know we play a lot of zelda um we do every once in a while still um but, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's a that's one reason why I like Zelda the most is is you have the puzzles that you have to figure out, mm -hmm. um, yeah. stuff like that. So that's that's what what that is, and a lot of other games are, are exactly they they just do it in different ways to make you think how to figure things out, um, stuff like that. So, um, but you know, back in the twenties again, uh, you had your Lincoln Logs, Tinker Toys, you had uh, stuff that you had to, you actually you had to use a lot of imagination to do. Uh, to 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 play with that stuff, and you know, all the way in the eighties, you got your imagination to play with uh, your your Motu figures, your GI Joe guys, your Transformers. Yeah. You know, uh, you take those cartoons that they gave us, and then you take the figures and you redo the cartoon and you change it, and you build your imagination <laughs> to do even more than what the storyline that they've already given you. Um, and then on top of that, you take things like the Legos and you build new stuff. And, you know, it's all about imagination and just building. And that's, that's to me, that's all toys are. That's creativity, imagination. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's a car or it's a little, you know, metal figure. Uh, or I guess these are die casts. Um, you know, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't move, but I, my imagination can you make it do whatever fun. I want it to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can have fun with it. Yeah, yeah, and that's all, the, all that's, about taking it, taking you away choice. from your from your everyday stress to it, it helps exactly. Yeah, so and we got plenty of everyday stress. Yeah, I got plenty. Yes. I don't need any more of it. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, that's that's the, the any, eighty years right there. Anything out of the two uh, thousands that you just want to brush over? Um. No, I can't really think of anything big that came out of the two thousands. Um, you know, you had I'm to think the, myself was it the bionic stuff from Lego. Yeah, I mean, thing. I think I think but, the biggest things that were happening were just evolutions of things that we already had, um, yeah. like the Nintendo and stuff just evolved, and you get better <laughs> graphics and stuff like that. You you evolve into more computer games with halo and xbox and all that stuff and it's just yeah yeah and I now you know I, I mean and i'm sure there are i'm sure there's plenty of toys that came out in the 2000s and, and, just, and you know, all these toys that we've talked about over the past this last from the 1920s now if you go back to 
Target or Walmart, look down their toy aisle, you see the same stuff, uh, retro versions of that. You can go down, uh, look in Target. There's they have Lincoln Logs still. Yep. They have uh, they have you can still buy radio flyer wagons. You can still buy teddy bears everywhere. Uh, Raggedy Ann is still around. Um, uh, you know, you, there's still Rector sets out there that you can buy. Uh, uh, you know, going back to the role play from Buck Rogers. I mean, you've got different other kind of role playing, but it all came from from that that time. You know, it's kind of one of the first things that that you you did um, that had that. Um, Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels is still big from the '60s. You still have Matchbox cars. Uh, uh, micro machines just came out, you know, a couple of years ago. They reintroduced micro machines back into the, the toy there's, industry. There's I mean, so you, many things you can go back that are through this re, time. Redone. They they have new versions of, of Masters of the Universe, uh, GI Joe. They have all this stuff that that we've talked about from the the 20s the 30s 40s 50s 60s they re they're reintroducing those back now and you can get the retro versions of that that stuff so yeah there's yeah there's so many things that are being um retro these days like the we've got the supernatural not supernatural now i know the name of it Um, the superpowers Um, (laughs) yeah that you like there's just so many things and and it's because the kids grew up that loved those toys from the 70s 80s um and even in the 90s like we're getting some of that stuff too and we love it so much we want to see it we want to get the things those superpowers right there are not nearly as awesome as these originals but they're still really cool to have. Mm-hmm. Like they've upgraded some things or whatever, you know, I bought those for way cheaper than I could get the same things for the originals. Yeah. So we're, we're getting ourselves the chance to have those childhoods again. Mm-hmm. Um, because so many of our mothers sold them, sold our toys in garage sales. <laughs> Not that I'm calling our mother out or anything. I'm just saying. Uh, lots of lots of moms and dads sold so many toys in garage sales, and now we want our toys back. So, yes, we're getting them back. Yep. What else? Right. Anything else we want to talk about? Like, I mean, there's there's we talk about so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff. I mean, and that's just scraping the surface of that. You know, I just named off, uh, just just did a little thing about each decade and the toys that came out the, the the big toys that came out there are thousands and thousands of other toy lines that that are out there that you know we didn't yep. even didn't even mention um one one I, i'm looking at right now uh viewmaster came out in 1939 <clears throat> oh, so, oh i was i was about. gonna mention i was gonna mention i forgot the talk boy that came out in 92 uh, or 90 yep. late 91 92 was 92 mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, all about Home Alone too. Came into that that whole thing, and it's it was huge, and then it disappeared. Nobody cared about yeah. it anymore. So it's just things like that are just crazy. So, um, well, with that, uh, we're gonna wrap that talk. But we, I am gonna talk about episode one hundred. Um, if you made it this far and you listen to all of our information about those toy lines, you're gonna love when we talk about episode one hundred because next week, next Wednesday, September fourteenth, at 
8 p.m. Central. It's 8 p.m. 8, 8 Central. <laughs> 8 Central, 6 Pacific. That's also 7 Mountain Time, my time. Um, that's what MT stands for, by the way, my time. Um, <laughs> we will be doing a live episode 100 um, where we're going to answer a lot of questions, uh, different things like what our favorite toy line is, uh, what's the one thing we've learned the most about, you know, different things like that about doing the podcast. And we're going to talk about some bits and pieces of different ones. Like we, we talked about a lot of stuff, but we'll go into a little more depth next week and we'll answer some questions and hopefully have some uh, voicemails to play for, for some people. So please go leave us some voicemails. What you think um, are your favorite toy lines? What have we talked about that we haven't talked about? Um, we're going to be putting some stuff out on Twitter this week to kind of, kind of push that. Um, also share the, uh, share the tweet that I just put out there that says that we're doing this live next week. Because uh, if you do that, you maybe you'll get entered into a prize giveaway that we have uh, different prizes that all of us are going to be doing kind of giveaway. So uh, it's all going to be live September 14th at 8 p.m. Central. That's 6 p.m. East or Pacific time. Um, so maybe you want to know where our Twitch channel is. And that's uh, John. What is our Twitch channel? Our Twitch channel, John. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I caught him. I caught him completely <laughs> off guard. Yeah, um, we haven't done a lot on Twitch here lately, so. But it is Toy Rewind. It is Toy Rewind. So check that out, Toy Rewind. Um, check out our Instagram, whatever. Um, our Twitter, Instagram, all those. We'll have the links up and whatever. But yeah, hopefully you come and join us. Uh, we may have some people pop in. You never know. Uh, some of our old guests that uh, was that Toy Rewind podcast on Twitch. John's looking it up while he's figuring that out. So uh, remember that's episode 100, September 14th. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's, not, it's gonna be no, a lot of fun. I, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Toy Rewind Pod. Toy, Toy Rewind, Rewind Pod. Pod. So it matches our Twitter because our Twitter is Toy Rewind Pod. Um, so yeah, uh, twitch.tv slash toy rewind pod. Um, it's gonna be fun, it's just a week away. You guys ready? Yep. 100 episodes. 100. Who would have thought we made it that far? Who would have thought yep. we made it that far? Yep. So, um, okay, well, anything live, so yeah, well, that's what we're kind of we're gonna we're gonna do it big, we're gonna do episode 100 big, it's gonna be a big celebration. So, yep. Um, anything else you guys want to add before we wrap this one? No. Like I said there's a lot of good stuff throughout the years. Um, if you didn't grow up in those eras, like I said, there's a lot of retro stuff that's out there that that's the same as back then. So yep. you can find those toys still. All kinds so, of stuff out there. Yep. All right. Well, with that, um, until next week, episode 100. Can't wait. Um, thanks for listening to Toy Rewind. And uh, as always, play on. You've been listening to the Toy Rewind Podcast. Follow and join in the conversations at ToyRewindPodcast.com. has been a Cross the Streams media podcast.